Today, my okay. guest is Professor Daphne Yu. I will keep my introduction short to maximize our time with her. In the next 30 minutes or so, we'll talk about Daphne as a person, Professor Yu as a thought leader and an esteemed scholar, and finally as a mentor to many PhD students and junior faculty. For the sake of time, I'll skip many of her accomplishments and give you a very quick snapshot. Professor Yu is a fellow of Asia Academic Academy of Management, and she was elected as the president of Asia Academy of Management, a representative at large at Global Strategy Interest Group of the SMS, and she's an associate editor at AMJ, was a senior editor at Journal of World Business, senior editor at Asia Pacific Journal of Management, and editor at Corporate Governance International Review. She sits or sat on at various editorial review boards such as AM. J, AMR, JIPS, Journal of Management Studies, and Org Science. Thank you, uh, thank you, Daphne, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Daphne, uh, your background. Uh, what did you want to become when you were a child? Well, um, I actually, when I was a child, I didn't want to be grown up. First childhood, I think, to many people is the happiest time in our life. And I was the youngest daughter in my family. So I got a lot of attention and care from my parents, from my sisters. And that's why I want to just be staying young, staying in the childhood forever. Um, Later, uh, one day, I think uh, in my primary school, we were given a composition and, and the topic is about what if I were. I still remember what I wrote down is I want to be a dictionary. So um, <laughs> kind of, I don't know why I have that answer, but uh, later when I yeah, think about what I want to be, I think that may pave a little bit ground for, I may like to sit for knowledge. Uh, I may like to serve yeah, to others uh, such that uh, they can uh, also seek for knowledge. Uh, so teacher may be kind of the profession to pursue. But um, later, yeah, really think about what I really want to be uh, when I um, uh, really need to uh, choose a university and also a, uh, a major to pursue. Um, I, I really think that I want to be a successful top executive, like a woman uh, CEO <laughs> of a large uh, enterprise in Hong Kong, maybe I'm subject to those uh, TV drama in Hong Kong. Uh, and also in Hong Kong, you know, uh, a very common and the dominant logic of parental education uh, is called winning at the starting line. So nowadays the parents, they start to apply the preschools or kindergartens for their babies uh, during pregnancy. So they have long queue, they pay uh, debentures uh, in order to get into a good school and then start uh, the uh, all the way from kindergarten uh, to high school. 
I, I think I may have uh, indoctrined with that kind of uh, dominant logic. Uh, so I really want to um, pursue my bachelor degree, master degree, and then PhD degree uh, as soon as possible, one stop. Uh, and then uh, it's interesting also that my parents, uh, they emphasize a lot on um, education. Uh, so uh, my, my dad uh, also has an, I don't know, a, a quite effective um, uh, incentive system is uh, for every A in the subject I got, uh, then uh, he, he would give me some bonus. Okay, for my pocket money, uh, and at the same time also got scholarship, yeah, from uh, government like that. So that that really incentivized me to continue to pursue more and more degree. Um, uh, but um, when I chose between the major, uh, I of course it's straightforward that I I chose uh, business, especially I chose management as my uh, major. But a very close alternative is that uh, I also um, very like to pursue uh, a law degree. Uh, so if I were not yeah going into the business school, I think I would end up to be uh, in the law school and to be a lawyer. And when I almost uh, graduate, um, I went to the career service center and did a, a, a test to see what kind of profession uh, that fit my character. Um, there are two answers, very close. One is to be a professor and the other is to be a judge. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I still want to be a judge, maybe. Yeah, but I think that also reflect uh, for doing that kind of uh, test that not only reflect the character personality, but also is about abilities. Um, to share a little bit is uh, that I think I am well trained in memorization. And I do have, I would say, very strong memorization abilities. Um, I can remember the cell phone number and the ID numbers of all my family members. Uh, I can recognize voice and face accurately. So when students call my office, uh, without they call my name, I already call their name. So they're kind of surprised. Uh, when I met um, people in area not, not close to campus, I can still figure out, oh, this is the security guard on campus and this is uh, the cashier uh, of serving in one of the cafeteria, one of the 13 cafeteria on campus. And I still can, <laughs> even, you know, this sales lady, I went for shopping and uh, a sales lady, I said, oh, you changed job. You, no longer work for that company and now you're in this company. <laughs> so she was, again, was surprised and joking and said that, oh, I should feel relieved that um, uh, she didn't owe me any money. So, but anyway, I, I think that is uh, the, how the education uh, system in Hong Kong uh, emphasized a lot on memorization. And I, I, I can perform well uh, in my comprehensive exam, <laughs> in my PhD degree. So I can write very fast. Uh, so uh, another thing is I like um, debate. 
Yeah, I I was always member uh, of the university debate team or the high school debate team. I really like logical thinking too. So uh, that's about yeah, what I want to be or, or what I can be uh, may determine yeah what I am now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It actually <laughs> reminded me of your story about your memory. It reminded me of Joe Mahoney. You know, when, uh, when I'm working with Joe, uh, he cites a paper from 18, ni- 1980s or uh, 1970s. He says, like, here's a footnote 10. Footnote 10 says such and such. He's got this <laughs> photographic memory. <laughs> it's always very fun to, to, to talk to him. Uh, I, I think he yeah. has read and he has scanned every paper in his mind. Uh, it is just impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, something uh, that is not on your CV, other than the things that you just explained, your hobbies, your interests uh, that uh, people might find interesting. Yeah, that's a very good question. Uh, some, you know, CV is kind of impression management, right? So, <laughs> but if, yeah, something not put on the CV, I think is. Uh, yeah, besides those skills, I, I, I have a pair of magic hands. Uh, what, what does that mean is uh, whenever I yeah, hold babies, okay, even they are crying, uh, and, and then when I hold them, uh, carry them, uh, they will stop crying immediately. And sooner or later, then they will fall asleep. So. <laughs> That is my sense of satisfaction. Whenever I see any crying baby, I really want to yeah, hold them and then yeah, to calm down their emotion. And that, that really works. Uh, another thing is you can see my Zoom uh, virtual background here is I, I really like flowers, <laughs> color, color lightings, uh, fireworks, Christmas lightings. Blossom, um, the four uh, red leaves, all these kind of things. I, I really can get drunk into this kind of scenery and, and colorful lightings. Uh, will have very good mood, energize myself. Um, so yeah, that, that is something I, I can spend a lot of time on and go into uh, the, the colorful environment. Um, yeah, and go deep in that. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, I think I know the answer to this one. If you stop doing what you're doing today, what's the second best career alternative plan? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, we cannot go back. Yeah, but if if I can start another career, a new career, I think I really want to leverage something I have equipped myself over the years uh, in terms of uh, the knowledge and also the uh, experiences. Um, I still want to be a top executive. (laughs) I don't know anyone will will have me. In fact, several years ago, uh, I was uh, headhunted by a... um, now it's a unicorn in uh, China. Uh, but at that time, I, I, I still think, oh, I don't want to give up the, my job security of being a professor. Uh, but uh, if there's a second chance, not, not really for, for profit-making company, but if I can um, 
leverage what I had learned in my yeah, professor is my first career. And I I really want to, to think about how I, how I can leverage my capabilities and experience and also networks in another um, startup or other uh, uh, companies that, that need this kind of skills and, and profile. Uh, of course, okay, uh, if I were not a um, business major, I, I, I think I, I would be a lawyer. Yeah, I, I think I, I may fit that profession as well. Yeah. Uh, Daphne, uh, what are you most passionate about? I think passionate is about something you can not stop thinking and you are excited um, about it. Um, to be frank, I'm very boring. I don't have much hobbies. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's why. Yeah, I think uh, I'm yeah, passionate uh, in uh, observing happenings around and, and then relay them to research ideas um, or share with my uh, doctoral students about, oh yeah, we can theorize something like that. So these are the things uh, that will keep always, uh, always keep thinking, uh, especially before sleeping every night. Yeah, we'll think about um, yeah, relating uh, the, the happenings with uh, how we can advance our, our field um, or to do a research to discover uh, new findings. I think that that is what I have been yeah, passionate about. Thank you. Now, uh, let's, let's reach to research. Uh, uh, let's assume uh, you're stranded in a small village uh, so you're going to talk to people who don't read your work regularly. How do you explain your research to people who don't, uh, who are not in academia? And why is your research important? It's a great question, very relevant nowadays when we focus uh, also on research impact. Um, a few years ago, I got quite a number of opportunities uh, to share my research uh, with different communities, like a Chamber of Commerce, uh, Alumni Association, uh, government think tanks, etc. So I have been thinking about how I can translate my uh, research uh, to laymen or, or, or even you know, smarter business uh, executives. But in brief, I think my uh, research is very simple. I just examine uh, how organizations make choices of organizational form, uh, international strategy, and also corporate governance mechanisms in relation to the institutional environment, particularly in emerging and also transition economies. Um, to me, my focus, uh, I really like to, to relate that to the institutional environment because I think um, we cannot uh, take it for granted uh, that everything is functioning well in different countries. And that's why I uh, look at especially uh, the transition economy of China. And over the years, I have been identifying uh, what are the unique roles 
played by uh, alternative uh, mechanisms, uh, can be governance mechanisms, can be informal institutions, and how those facilitate the entrepreneurial growth of Chinese enterprises. Mm-hmm. About uh, omitted variables, understudied areas, underutilized questions in IB. Uh, what can we say mm-hmm. about some of the things that we need to study more? I think this is a very difficult question. <laughs> But I would like to, to, to address this from maybe from an, another angle. Uh, it's not something we omit. Um, but I think over the years, uh, IB research has its own unique contribution to business research and also to management research. Uh, the really particular uh, and unique contribution is really the international uh, ingredient here. So, um, but I think we may have focused too much on the literal sense of I in the past. Um, so we look at cross-border activities, we look at uh, multinational enterprises. Um, but what I think uh, we can do better is not only to focus on international related um, phenomenon uh, or, or firm uh, behavior, but it's really about how the international component Uh, can be theorized such that it can generate new insights into the general business and general management research. Um, some of the classic um, examples, I think, uh, like uh, some new and relevant uh, IB uh, concepts, um, liability of foreigners, institutional distance, or national culture or institutional polycentrism, or some are more context specific like 1C relational contracting. Um, the international context really provide a uh, best fit platform uh, to advance this kind of knowledge and relate this kind of concepts uh, to advance both the topical knowledge as well as the boundary of uh, theories. So I, I really hope we can uh, continue this kind of uh, theorization and contextualization efforts uh, to uh, utilize and capitalize on the cross-national context um, such that uh, the focal phenomenon can be explained uh, more thoroughly or or even with like new and advanced insights. I, I think that is really, uh, I still emphasize that that is the unique function of uh, international business and that differentiate business from international business. Uh, Daphne, uh, something to help the patient students. Uh, everyone is searching for the next best idea, the next most interesting creative question. Uh, what, what can you uh, tell us about creativity in research? How do these creative ideas come about? Uh, or at least in your case, how did you come up with uh, your creative papers? What was the process? 
Yeah, I I really like um, the emphasis on creativity. That is how uh, we have new ways of thinking, uh, and also may have new research methodology. Or you work with uh, uh, people from different uh, disciplines. Uh, so the the fertilization uh, of uh, different knowledge, uh, different ways of thinking are important for, um, I mean, or in the process of creativity. Um, that's why I think it is uh, really important to have a strong sense of curiosity. Um, we, may, we may not really create something, okay? But uh, I think we, we can discover uh, new ways of thinking and also uh, new ways of doing research. Uh, that's why I, I myself is I, I spend my uh, sabbatical uh, to learn uh, new areas of research and also new um, research methodology like um, uh, nowadays we talk about natural uh, language processing or machine learning. Uh, although it's, yeah, I, I cannot say I'm master or I, I'm really good at that, but, but still I, I think uh, we are very fortunate uh, that uh, we have the flexibility and when we are given time, like a whole year sabbatical uh, to learn new things. And I, I really think those are the, the, the ways to keep close observation read different um, literatures uh, from different disciplines and also pick up new research methodologies. Uh, those are the, the, some of the mechanisms uh, that can lead to have more uh, creativity in research. Thank you. About the evolution of IB scholarship, um, how did the culture of scholarship, IB scholarship evolve over time in your opinion? Mm -hmm. I think one thing I, I, I really want to share uh, with the IB community, uh, that is also uh, one of the, the, the unique, um, uh, I would say, core value of the community in academia is that um, we share a lot of ideas, thoughts, uh, peer support, and also... Um, uh, intellectual exchange. Uh, I remember uh, I was attracted to this community, um, uh, I would say uh, the community uh, features when I was uh, having my uh, master degree uh, in Hong Kong. I think during that time is really the, the, the moment when the Academy of Management they, uh, they really have the passion uh, to extend this kind of community platform uh, to Asia. And that's why uh, I witnessed uh, the formation and the foundation of uh, the establishment of Asia Academy of Management. Mm -hmm. And I think AIB is also doing the same thing here, uh, is they want to extend the community to different areas of the world. Uh, I really treasured at that time, I, I can, you know, situated in Hong Kong, uh, I, I can have the opportunity to meet with a lot of uh, professors uh, to visit Hong Kong on the way to different parts of Asia. Um, I, I, I think at that um, 
uh, moment that inspired me a lot is not only uh, the knowledge creation part of the community, but also the knowledge and experience sharing uh, of the community. I think this part is really important. Um, it's an institution uh, of uh, the academic community. I, I do want, um, we, uh, I mean, for us to continue this kind of culture uh, to uh, co-evolve uh, and, and, and extend to any other um, parts of the world. Uh, they do have academics there, but they may not have a chance to get connected uh, with the academic community. They may not uh, have the opportunity to attend conferences. Um, they may not have the infrastructure to have a lot of Zoom uh, webinar, um, but I, I, I really think uh, this is important to extend the community to more, more different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. Actually, the pandemic in that sense kind of helped, uh, don't you agree? Over mm -hmm. the past uh, years, yeah. I mean, obviously we missed the uh, physical interaction uh, being in a conference, but I think uh, it, it did work out for for some uh, for from from some different ways. Uh, about advice and mentor, who was your advisor when you were going through the program? Wow, I was very fortunate. Uh, you know. Um, uh, I was in Hong Kong, uh, so to find supervisors, usually uh, at that time they don't have Zoom, you know, it, it's kind of hard to communicate with uh, supervisors. Uh, but I, I got the supervisors, they visit uh, in Hong Kong and got the interview. So, uh, so that, that's why I think uh, very early on, I, I do have a lot of uh, different um, mentors who guide me all the way about how to do research to get connected in the uh, community. Um, one advice I really uh, remember is about, um, this is not an easy process, uh, especially when you got a lot of rejections uh, from uh, referees, you know. Um, it is important to, to be confident in uh, the value of your research. Uh, so uh, it is uh, really important to keep the endurance uh, to get through the process. Uh, it's not talking about only about publication. Uh, it's not really a published article, but I think it's the whole thing is about scholarship. So that uh, what you are developing a portfolio of uh, your, your own uh, research, your own school of thought. In, in Chinese, we, we have this kind of called martial arts uh, fiction. Uh, inside, they have different streams of uh, uh, the martial arts, okay? Some, some may emphasize a lot on strength, some may emphasize a lot on flexibility. Uh, so in academia, I think that is... Uh, uh, also the same, we are not producing articles, but uh, we are developing a scholarship. Uh, so, and that's why I think that is important to have a strong sense of uh, identity, 
and, and also um, uh, the, the expert knowledge in your own area of research. So it's not uh, by how many uh, publications or, of course, that are a, a, an objective indication as well. But, but to me, more is about um, uh, scholarship is, is more than uh, research publication. Among the, the patient students or junior faculty that you see, you meet, you work with, what are some of the common mistakes that uh, they make? Uh, what are the things that you would like to offer as a recommendation to do mm -hmm. or do not, not to do? Well, yeah, I also learned uh, from myself in the past. Uh, I, I think uh, one is uh, still we need to have a strong sense of curiosity and enthusiasm. Um, I, I feel nowadays um, the doctoral students, uh, they, yeah, they have so many um, articles to read, but they still yeah, cannot read enough. Because we, we, we have so many things going on, yeah. Uh, even everything is online, but you, you, you I, I, I still think uh, um, focus and uh, going to the depth of each uh, article is important. Um, uh, and second, I think is about the, really about the, the sense of ownership and identity as well. So it's not about uh, just one more piece of research to work on and collaborate with different people on different pieces of work. But what is your own uh, identity uh, in your research? Um, the, the third thing I think uh, also relate to um, the scholarship is, is to have a holistic view of the scholarly profile um, to to really, yeah, to develop um, uh, own research, but also, yeah, IB is not only about, uh, oh, you, you focus on, yeah, country A's research, that is IB, or you add a country name in your paper, uh, it's about IB research. But uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's, it's really about how you, you contextualize and build on the context uh, to, to advance the literature. Uh, so one, one very simple check is if you take out um, the, the country name in the paper, whether the same logic applies. Uh, so I always ask the, the doctoral students or junior faculty member to, to, to think about why, why you put uh, the country name in your title, in your abstract <laughs> or in the hypothesis statement. Um, in fact, the, the logic uh, may not be different. If that's the case, then the, the IB um, component here may not really add value to the research. Mm -hmm. Last question, Daphne. What is one question that I should have asked you about Evans? <laughs> well, yeah. In, I don't think, yeah, you, 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 your, your questions uh, kind of cover different aspects uh, for, for people to know about me a lot. Uh, but if, yeah, I would think, yeah, a question that you should have asked maybe, um, yeah. 
what is the most difficult question that you <laughs> gave to me? <laughs> but that is really a, a good timing. Yeah, I, I originally thought, oh, yeah, why I was asked for the interview? Am I old enough? <laughs> no. So, but, but this is, uh, I, I think it's a, it's, it's a, it's a time for me to, to recollect what I have been doing, especially this year is really special for me. Is um, yeah, one 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 of your question on the list is about uh, uh, similar to whether I what I I would have done uh, if I can, you know. So so something I may uh, want to be given a second chance. And I really was given a second chance is that um, when I was on the job market after graduation, I got quite a number of offers uh, in the United States. Uh, and I, I really think if I can uh, start my career here, um, yeah, the path may be different. But instead, I went back to Hong Kong um, immediately after graduation. Uh, I over the years, actually over the decade, I I still yeah wonder whether I would be given a second chance uh, to 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 work in uh, another country uh, to to leverage what I have uh, uh, learned and also have been doing in Hong Kong back to uh, I mean to another country and and it's really amazing that I I was back to um, University of Oklahoma okay my alma mater so uh, that that was to me is it's really like oh yeah this is another start. Uh, so I'm very fortunate uh, uh, to have this interview and that can, and, and, as, and as such a timing that I, I, I'm refreshing myself and yeah, I hope to continue uh, something new here um, that will be leading to uh, something yeah, even more enriched in my career. Thank you so much for your time, for this great interview. I learned a lot. I'm sure the audience will agree with me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.